Steel Tanker signals it's over. Maybe he's not human. All right, Brock Lesnar counter. Brock Lesnar counter. Lesnar counter. He's got Undertaker up in his shoulders again. Not again. Going for a triple. A third and five to Undertaker. Brock Lesnar into the cover. Hugs the leg. The streak is over. To the Geek Generation. I'm your host, Rob Logan, and Mike Volpe. I'm back. He's back in the studio with me. I told you I'd be back. I'm here. I made it. I'm here. Feels like it's been a long time. It has been. It feels like forever. At least a month. Yes. And then we missed a week, which made me sad. Yeah. Rob <laughs> cries a lot. I hate missing weeks, but. I was like, I'm not going to be able to make it. He was like, why? <laughs> Tears. Look, I have separation anxiety I and I have some <laughs> codependent issues. That's okay. We all do. Yeah. Half my codependent issues are to the audience, though, so it's a little weird oh. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, to the make them happy, can't too. See. Exactly. Or not here. I don't know that are listening or not. Yeah. Mm. All that stuff. Oh, they're listening. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. I recently went to a movie screening of Neighbors. Ah, how was it? It was good. The problem again, movie trailers. I saw way too many trailers prior to going, mm-hmm. and all the funniest parts are in the movie trailer, or at least the more unexpected laughs that you wouldn't see coming. But since I knew they were on the way, as soon as they made a mention of something, I knew it was just around the corner, oh. and it did kind of take away from a lot. So of, you watched a tr- lot of trailers for this movie? I saw two. Oh. It's not even like I watched a lot. Actually, yeah, I saw two. I saw one the early teasers, and then I saw a Red Band trailer prior to going. A movie trailer should be a minute to a minute and a half. Yeah. I don't know what this two and a half, three minute movie show give you enough time that you're like, oh my God. Like the Ninja Turtles one. Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah. And that's, see, teaser trailers normally are not too bad and they don't give a lot. Like, I don't need to see any more Ninja Turtles stuff. Well, there shouldn't, (laughs) the whole point of the trailer was to be the the teaser trailer for the movie. Yeah. Right. Now the teaser trailer is the lead up to the trailer, which will tell you what the movie's about. And then you'll just go see the movie. And then they have have like 10 second teasers for the trailer for the movie. It's stupid. It's unbelievable. Like, I don't need to watch the full trailer for the Ninja Turtles if there's going to be another one. I'm sure there will be. The teaser trailer was enough. Yeah. Yeah. We're in. We're good. A turtle (laughs) went through a Hummer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sold, buddy. Yeah. And it looks like they're having fun. So, you know, that's all we really need. But uh, Neighbors was okay. I'd recommend it. I'm sure people will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe... Well, no, I should be able to believe this by now. Seth Rogen, every movie he does, yeah. there's some sort of huge like weed component to it. Yeah. It just becomes tiresome. Like, get off of it. Come up with something a little more creative than just having pot smoking yeah. in every single movie. I know that's kind of your thing and the niche that you're appealing to, but... Well, that was the niche 10 years ago. Right. Well, it's right. even more of a thing now. I guess. <laughs> the youth well, coming no, like, up or more it. heavy pot smokers than our generation was. Mm. So at least that I'm aware of. I was never around it that much myself. Wasn't that like the 70s was like that? 
Well, yeah. That's- oh, shit. Does that mean the 80s are going to be back again? <laughs> if I start seeing hippies running around the streets, there's going to be some fights happening. Yeah. That's okay. You just drop kick them. I have the same attitude towards hippies that Cartman does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That- it's a disease. He needs- You're right. Every one of his movies is like that. Yeah. It's just too much. Like, try something new. Try something different. Stop relying on pot humor. That's the thing I don't really like about him. Mm. Well, he'll grow up eventually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do some geek outs and freak outs because we haven't done these in forever. Oh Yay! What you got, Volpe? For geek outs? Yeah. The Ninja Turtle trailer? <laughs> the start? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been <laughs> a while. I haven't been over here in, since WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania was good, too. So yeah. The Ninja Turtle trailer was awesome. See, I have a whole thing. I took notes during WrestleMania, and we'll probably never get around to the episode because it was just too long ago at this point. Well, we can mention it. Oh, yeah. Now. Well, there's some stuff we can talk about I've rewatched here. it because I've got the WWE Network, Oh, well, which is well, cool. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> so Ninja Turtles trailer? I, I liked it. I'm excited. Cool. I read reviews. People just bitch, huh? They do. And then what's funny is people yell at the people who bitch now. Yeah. It's, they don't even leave a comment like, oh, I thought it was great. It was like, yo, stop bashing it. If you yeah, don't want to yeah, see yeah. it, don't see it. What the fuck? That's because <laughs> people are sick of all the complaining they on are. the internet. That's all the internet is, is complaining. Which is another geek out. I have left social media besides Instaboop. <laughs> I call it Instapoop. <laughs> Instapoop, why? Because it doesn't always work. Oh, like, okay. This thing sucks. <laughs> it does crash shitty. a lot. It's Instapoop. Yeah. I love It feels great to not care. Yeah. But I have also don't have any idea what's going on. Because <laughs> I don't watch the news. I barely watch the weather. So I wake up every day and I'm like, shit, it's raining. Yeah. I would love to leave social media sometimes. But it's part of what i'm hoping will develop into a career no, I, so I yeah there's purpose to it yeah Stay it's a necessary evil at times i just don't want to be on it like i don't miss it i thought i would miss being on facebook and mm-hmm. talking to people but the people who matter can contact me with a cell phone yeah text me call me email me i don't know i just don't miss it and i'm glad i don't miss it i don't really want to go back on it yeah I logged in the other day just to see, yep, like real quick, and there were a hundred and something notifications, and I was just like, no, nope. and deactivate, <laughs> done. Most of them were game invites or other people posted, like uh, companies or something oh, yeah. posting thing that I get a notification about. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I was like, give me a break. Yeah. First thing I saw was somebody bitching about something. I was like, I'm done, done. Yep. <laughs> Got enough shit to deal Bunch with. Bunch of whiners. Um. Yeah, you know, I've been secluded yeah. for personal reasons yeah. for the last month, so I have no idea what's going on. So I don't have too many geek outs. Okay, well, I'll show you something that I thought might end up on your geek outs if you hadn't seen it yet. So I was just kind of... I haven't. I have no idea what's going on in the world. Right. Here you go. Cool! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like it. It's the Girl it's Meets, Girl World, Meets poster. World poster. Yeah. I don't have Disney. I'm going to watch this somehow. There is an actual clip from the show out now, too. There is? Yeah, it looks super so they, cheesy. they have three kids? <laughs> uh, no, I think the I think the, the girl on the top right, the blonde, is like mm-hmm. her best friend. Uh, the actual oh, girl really? is the one in the bottom, obviously. She's okay. the main character. And then the boy on the left, I believe, is her younger brother. Oh, okay. So they have two kids in the... All right. Yeah. Topanga looks exactly the same. I know, right? Corey looks, you know, older. <laughs> yeah. I hope the show is good. I really do. Yeah. That it was cheesy. My only fear is that it's Disney and the Disney approach to TV has changed so much over the years. Because Boy Meets World was on what, like ABC or something? Yeah. 
but Disney. Oh, Disney. Which Disney own owns now? Right. Did they own it then? I don't know. Was, but stuff that's on the Disney Channel, like Hannah Montana and all mm-hmm. that other garbage, is just shit. So I don't know if this is going to follow those same sensibilities or follow in the actual footsteps of its predecessor. I imagine it'll be a mix. Yeah. They're, they're going to want to stay true uh, to what Boy Meets World was. Yeah. I wonder if Sean will be in it. <laughs> uh, he is. He is? Yeah. Not a regular like every episode. Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> but he's already been. Yeah. And I know Mr. Feeney's in the pilot. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's got to be like 90 now. Yeah, right. That's cool. Well, Corey, his job was taking over. I don't know if it was directly for Mr. Feeney, but he's a history teacher at the school now, too. Is he? So he kind of grew up to do that job. Well, that was his biggest influence. Right. That's so cool. Right. I like that. This show is going to be awesome. I'm watching it. They'll be like, what are you doing on Friday? I'm watching Girl Meets World. Thank you. You're not going to go out? No. No, I'm watching Girl Meets World. And then I'm going to watch Clueless. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I'll have to go online. Is it on YouTube, the trailer for the show? Or did you post it on the website? It is. I forget where I saw it. It wasn't on YouTube. It probably is by now. I haven't posted it, but I can. We'll, we'll pull it up for you by the end of the All right, you're cool. leaving here so cool. you can see something. I'm excited. Cool. Okay. Any other geek outs there? No. I, oh, yeah. Just checking. Secluded from the world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I, I lost eight pounds. That's all. Did Actually, you? Actually, that last week, I've lost a total of 20 pounds yep. since March. Ooh. I know. Body, lean mass has stayed where it is, too. It's all body fat falling off. Yeah. I got to kick like into high gear with that 16 myself. 16 to, I'm at about 11 now. Yeah. My goal is eight or nine percent, so I have abs. Oh, then I'm gonna take a picture of the abs, <laughs> post it on Instagram, and go buy Krispy Kreme donuts. And say, Screw you, abs! I, I had these it. ones. Over. <laughs> I have proof of them, and now Krispy Kreme. Yes, wise plan. I want to make a Krispy Kreme burger. So Krispy Kreme donut. It's been hamburger. Done. Oh, I know. Oh, okay, then maybe an egg on there too. You just want to do it. Yeah, yeah, and then not be able to poop for four days. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cheat day. Yeah, it is. That's that's the entire day's worth of calories in one bite. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so I saw Captain America the Winter Soldier. I was going to ask you if you saw it. Twice. Mm-hmm. Because I do that a lot. Was it good? It was maybe the best Marvel movie so far. Really? Yes. See, I don't really care for Captain America. It's but. really good. It's a political thriller. Hmm. Uh, so... I saw a picture of somebody who was like, he's not Captain America, he's Captain Puerto Rico or something like that. Oh, the yeah. Because <laughs> on his yeah. regular suit, the stripes go, go vertically, down, yeah. like the Puerto Rican flag, yeah. And they have the star on top, mm-hmm. which is that triangle. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> no, but they didn't catch that one. The costume design screwed up. Um, but, so it was good. So, yeah, The Winter Soldier, it's a political thriller. Uh, my biggest fear, like any comic book movie is that it's just going to be an action fest mm-hmm. and not have enough depth in it and i remember we had talked in the show before about a news article saying that marvel was so happy with the script for captain america 2 and the progress of it that yeah. they have those same guys doing three. Oh, and we were like oh that's very early they have a lot of confidence in this movie and they were apparently damn right too because it is really really good uh the story is solid mm-hmm. and the action is just enhancing all of the story elements, which is what it should do. It Black, shouldn't is just it be Black Widow. Is yes, it, Black Widow's in it? in it. Falcon's in it. Oh, Nick Fury has his best role so far in this one. Uh, Maria Hill shows up in it. So there's mm. a lot of the people from the Shield world Good. integrated into it, uh, and it's it's just a really really solid movie. A lot of things you wouldn't suspect they would ever do, mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's awesome. Yeah, 
it's really good. And it has, uh, I know when the geekies come around and we have our best action sequence nomination, yeah. I'm already throwing out a nomination for the opening action sequence. They do this whole thing where they have to stealthily infiltrate a freighter. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. The action is so fluid and yeah. so good. And there's like slight use of CGI, but not enough to be noticeable. Yeah. And it's all done incredibly well. How far after the Avengers does this movie take place? I would say fairly soon so after. Like New York, or is that where they were? They were in New York. It's yeah. just destroyed. You don't really see it a lot because they're could, not there. Be. Yeah. They're, it starts off in DC. Oh. Because that's where the, oh, the Shield HQ is gone after that invasion. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, they never actually go to New York. The in this Hulk movie ran all. through a building, so <laughs> <laughs> that'll take care of a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the other things too that people are kind of geeking out about is a mention of Stephen Strange in the movie, mm. uh, which he is Doctor Strange. Strange. They were just throwing out names of people. They were like, "Oh, Tony Stark and Stephen Strange," and just the mention lets you know, okay, this character exists in the Marvel universe. Mm. So. There's been talk of a Doctor Strange movie <laughs> like, coming up. Stephen Strange and a bunch of people in theaters all orgasm. Yeah, at the right. Same time. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god, Sorcerer Supreme. Oh. <laughs> um, so as, as they do that, they kind of create their wider cinematic universe and just stretch it out more and more, which is really exciting. They added in the Falcon in this, and they didn't overuse him or anything. Mm-hmm. He was developed just enough. Yep. And it felt like watching a comic book. They brought in a character. They explained who he is. Yeah. What he's doing there. Gave him a personality and made him kick ass, which was all awesome. So I'm going to throw out this week's poll question while I'm at it and ask the audience, which Marvel character do you want to see brought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So they threw out Stephen Strange. We know there are others on the way. But if you could choose anyone to bring in, who would it be? Mm. Interesting. So send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. We'd love to hear your feedback there. Uh, The other interesting thing with the Winter Soldier 2 that I saw is... I went on a Thursday night. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, the theater near me likes to do not just the midnight screenings, but an 8 p.m. show as well when the movie's not supposed to open until like midnight. They can legally do that. I guess so. Maybe they paid extra to do it because they know they'll get a showing. But whatever reason, I ended up going like the Thursday night That's before because I knew I was totally booked that weekend. I love how society is just going, fuck Friday. We're making it Thursday now. (laughs) Let's keep extending the weekend more and more. Weekend. We work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But Monday, we don't really work because, you know, like we're tired from the weekend. Tuesday, we're just kind of like there. Hey. And then Wednesday's hump day. So why work? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Then we get the weekend. Production has stopped in this country. So uh, another thing that I'm checking out, too, I just loaded up and I haven't used this at all yet. Mm -hmm. There's an app called Captain America, uh, the Captain America Experience. And it's supposed to have an AR component, which is augmented reality. Yeah. So you're supposed to be able to hold this up to a movie poster of Captain America, which I loaded up on the screen here for you. Okay. Uh, Hold this camera. Oh, that outfit's better. Yeah, that's like his stealth outfit. Uh, Hold that camera up, and it's supposed to have like a 3D effect on that poster. You might need to... Holy crap! Now, if you rotate, you should be able to see like a 3D image... Of that. It might not be working super fast, but. Oh, cool. This is working. Is it? Yeah. Now, he is moving away from the mic a little bit to kind of get the 3D look around the poster, but it creates a pop out version, a lifelike image of Captain America that looks like he's kind of bursting out of the poster. 
and as you move around, it it's, should. It's definitely having a hard time because it's on your TV screen. Okay. Like if you had the poster on the wall or yep. if you were in the theater, I think that would have worked great because I think it's having trouble because of the reflection on the TV screen. Oh, okay. But it definitely worked. He popped out and then I moved it to the middle of the TV. So I'm on the left angle of the TV. Yeah. What I moved in front of the TV, it brought me from being on the side of Captain America busting through your TV yep. to him coming right at me. Gotcha. But I couldn't get it to work to the right because there's too much reflection. Oh, okay, yeah, some, there's some glare going. Now, how do we get Black Widow topless coming through? The, I'm just throwing that out there, Marvel. <laughs> While we're working on it, can to we work on the adult? our way aug- back to boobs. <laughs> the adult augmented reality app. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like she is kind of presenting them, too, in the post. She is. She's just like, <laughs> look at her pose. She has two guns in her hands, and yep. she could pose anyway, and instead she's got her hip popped out, one knee's bent, and she's like, <laughs> look at my boobs. <laughs> Who would stand like that? Ever? Nobody. Yeah, it's such a weird position. But that's a cool little thing. I'll put a link to that app up in the show notes, too, at thegeekgeneration.com if people want to check that out. And I'll put the poster, uh, the image that we're actually looking at. So if you see this poster in a movie theater, you should be able to hold it up to that. I saw originally on Reddit someone was talking about this. Mm-hmm. They were like, I kept seeing people take pictures of the captain america poster and they're like oh this is so cool and i was like it's a cool poster but i don't know what people are so excited about until you look at their phones and you see the 3d thing popping out and everything it's such a cool idea this has this movie moved you closer to the next avengers like are they progressing saying hey there's a threat coming here's what it is yes oh okay every movie enhances the story even more and more and the uh, post credit scene was very interesting. Yeah. And there are two of them. There's, oh. They're kind of doing, they, they progress now. Eventually, the whole movie is just going to be post credit. It is. Yeah. So they have a mid credit scene where they do the, the initial titles, the really graphic stylized yeah. ones, and then they'll show a quick scene. Then they go through all the regular credits. And then again, there's another hmm. scene after that. But the really cool one is the one, the mid credit scene that they know people oh. want to catch. And then not necessarily hang around the Why? entire time. I don't know. Force them through the credits. I want to see everything. Yeah, right? <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, and again, the poll question, which Marvel character do you want to see brought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Email those answers to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. My next geek out is that Whose Line Is It Anyway is back Cool. during its next season on the CW. And uh, my only complaint from the prior season, or my major complaint, was all the hashtags popping up all over the place trying to get people to say whatever. Yeah. They pretty much cut them all out. Good. So now it's just the show, can be enjoyed as is, and no huge distractions. The only thing I wish they would do now is they keep still having like a guest star Mm -hmm. on every episode. And a lot of the time, it's someone you've never even heard of. Not necessarily even someone they're promoting on the same network, which is what they did a lot in the first season. Uh, But... I miss more audience interaction. I want them pulling people out of the crowd oh. and singing the the songs yeah, to them. Because then you don't know what you're going to get. Mm. It feels even more on the spot and more spontaneous that way. Yeah. So I'll I'd wait. like to see that, but I'm sure they'll get to that Season eventually. Season three. Yeah, right. Mm. And it is doing well. I still really love that show. Um, my next geek out is way back from April Fool's Day. It's been oh. that long. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, from April Fool's Day, it's the, are you familiar with Homestar Runner? At all? No, I don't okay. know what that is. Homestar Runner is an online Flash cartoon site. It was really big when I was in college, and then it just kind of stopped. Okay. And it was one of the big, like, first. It, it was so big in the, the space that it was in during the time, and it was, it was before YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if they were going to do that site now, all the Flash cartoons or all the videos they made would probably just be on YouTube. Yeah. But they were all just on that site. 
But then eventually they sold DVDs. You could watch all the oh. cartoons that way. Very cool. Uh, I have like a keychain from it. I have some merch from Homestar Runner. Mm-hmm. Loved it in college. And they released on April Fool's Day. They used to do an April Fool's Day cartoon every year. Yeah. But this year they actually released their first cartoon in four years. Cool. So it was cool just to see them. Are they coming back? Or are they? Gonna- That's what everybody's wondering. Are they actually back now, or was that just a thing that they got inspired to throw uh, up April and see Fools, interest? We're back. No, we're not. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they talked about that even in the cartoon, but it was just exciting to see new Homestar Runner content. I was very excited. Um, My next one has to do with my taxes. Oh, (laughs) go figure. Taxes can actually be good sometimes. I got an option. (laughs) No, (laughs) Uh, I use TurboTax every year because it's easy and I have a lot of like weird things to do with the business and Mm -hmm. stuff now and all my expenses and all that. So you find that TurboTax is easier than just having a real person? I've never had a real person do it. I've always just done my taxes mm. myself because I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> and I've never had that big an issue just using TurboTax and doing it. But yeah. uh, this year when I was completing my taxes, right as I was about to e-file, it said, do you want to put your tax return on an Amazon gift card? This is a really? new option I'd never seen before. The federal government. Right. And I was like, Look why would I want to do that? I mean, I use Amazon a lot, but why would I do that when I can just have the money and then yeah. do what I want with it? And then it said, if you put your tax return on an Amazon gift card, we will give you 10% more of that on the card for free. Really? Yes. Wow. The limit was $500 that you could put from your return. And I had a return that was over 500. Wow. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I put $500 on it on an Amazon yeah. gift card. I got the voucher probably like a week or two later yep. added it to my account That's so instead cool. of giving 500 back i got 550 back on the card which goes right into amazon which i use so much anyway that it doesn't even matter and, and rob that. when you go to amazon generally where do you go is, is amazon.com it's I don't not think, no, no. What, i don't just there? go to amazon.com yeah uh i go to the geekgeneration.com slash amazon oh okay it doesn't cost any extra does it no extra no oh, no good. but what it does do is it supports the show ah yeah that way we can keep things rolling very cool because i found out how much i lost on my taxes <laughs> doing the <this> show <laughs> last year <laughs> In in 2013, yes. in case people really want to know, I lost $800 wow. doing this show right? and doing the site and all that stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I don't even break even. Right. So if not you yet. guys really want to like keep this going <laughs> and make sure I'm not losing money. You really want to buy big purchase, big ticket items at the uh, geekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Exactly. <laughs> and go to all your friends' houses and bookmark it there, too. And yes. they don't even need to know that they're using it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I thought that was a nice little cool thing. So I got an extra 50 bucks for free. And then yep. everything over the 500 that I put on the card, I just got into direct deposit in my bank see, account. So interesting. That was cool. And then the last geek out I have here is in relation to a news story that we had talked about a while ago. There was a documentary series on Xbox or being developed for Xbox that was going to have all these like different video game things they were mm-hmm. going to talk about. The first one was going to focus on that urban legend of the E.T. Atari game. Oh, And whether right. they were buried out in New Mexico yeah. or not, the dig happened yesterday. It did. It did. Uh, on Saturday, April 26th, the documentary team found the no alleged way. cartridges buried in Alamogordo, New Mexico. That wow. is the first one that they dug up. And the condition... Still pretty good. It's usable. <laughs> it's usable, maybe. It might actually work. You're going to have to blow into it anyway. <laughs> right. So that's so. the first cartridge they, they found, which could wow. have been coincidence, but then 
They kept digging. They found wow. shipping packages full of the cartridges. Holy crap. There's Wow, that's awesome. So those are the ones that would have gone out to stores. But and it's just full it. of the cartridges, completely packaged still. Wow. And they have now dug up hundreds to thousands of them, proving that the urban legend is true, which makes me so happy. That's cool. <laughs> I, I loved that story every time I heard it, that they actually would do that. And it is completely 100% that's very cool. accurate. And it's real. Yeah. What else is buried out there? I know, right? Oh. <laughs> They're going to bump into some like actual E.T. alien bodies, yeah. too. Yeah. Cool. So very cool. Uh, and I'll put all those images up. We are taking looks at images of the actual images from cartridges that they had. I'll put all those images up on the when show is that notes supposed too. To come out? I don't know actually. Mm-hmm. I'm almost I'm a little disappointed that we know already. Like it would have been cool if we didn't know and we just found out in the documentary whether or not they actually were there. Yeah. But there were so many news crews around and then official people from Microsoft were tweeting out images of the cartridges. Yeah. So they're more <laughs> obsessed with just the attention it's getting them than the actual story and documentary piece of it which is a little disappointing but at the same time i'm happy with the result anyway so can't complain too much let's then move into freakouts oh freakout i can't update my we're not talking about my personal stuff okay i just want to throw that up there i decided to X nay on that. I wasn't sure. I was looking at you. Like, I don't feel like getting into it. We might have a half hour in front of us. I don't uh, know. I know. Oh, sorry. Should I then? <laughs> no, 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 no. Filler. I don't. Re- I'm not relying on that half hour of content. I just oh. knew that you might potentially might have some yeah, stuff to really talk about. Yeah, I don't really feel like that's fine. Getting into it. That's um, fine. I, I'm due for an upgrade on my phone, mm-hmm. and I have the iPhone four, but I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm not. I don't. I don't like that the iPhones are all bigger. Like I've looked at other people's iPhone fives, oh. and I'm like, it's way bigger. It's longer, this, right? Yeah, this phone just barely fits in my pocket as it is, so now I'm going to get a bigger phone. Is Plus, it a free upgrade? Yeah. Yeah, well, it should be because I've been with them for two years, so I'm out of contract. Well, my contract's ending. It's, oh, okay. It ends in like a month or two. All right. Uh, but I also, I wasn't going to upgrade the phone. I was just going to keep what I have, but I can't update the processor or to update the operating system. Right. It told me I didn't have enough space, so I erased everything. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Most of my pictures, I kept some because... I don't want to delete my pictures. Right. I deleted every single app on my phone, Mm -hmm. like everything I could. And it still was telling me that I had nowhere near enough space. There's got to be something weird. And I'm like, what is that about? That's strange. How is that possible? So it's because there's certain apps that I can't upgrade. Mm -hmm. It says that you have to have iOS seven. So I'm like, all right, well now if I don't, if I don't move on to a better phone, I'm going to be outdated. And you have which version now? The four. Which was the four four S? Actually, shouldn't four. matter. Four should be able <clears throat> just to, the four, yeah. because the lock button, you know, that broke a while ago. But right, I just don't right. know what I'm going to do. Like it's, it, it'll be weird to switch to a different phone because if I don't like it, I'm screwed for two years. You could, if you don't want to necessarily <clears throat> go to a five, if you think it's too big, you could always go to like a four S. I could, but two years from now, that will be so outdated. Maybe yeah, it'll be like I'm holding a brick to my head. Or know? either that. Well, I guess if you're out of contract. You can just stay out of contract for a while and then upgrade when you want. I could. I could. I got to see how far this phone's going to take me. Cause it's, see when the 6 is going to. It's doing funny things now, too. It randomly oh. shuts itself off. Oh, my God. And the problem is since the lock button doesn't work, the only way to turn it back on is to plug it into a power source. So if I'm in the car and I don't have the charger, that sounds I just awful. can't turn the phone back on. <laughs> it is. I'm... Fuck you, Apple. <laughs> yeah, right? Yay, Apple. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
The Undertaker lost. 21 so and 1. About that. That's on my list, too. Uh, it's the only thing that I definitely have to talk about from WrestleMania. WrestleMania was, I have to give him credit, it was a better WrestleMania than the last few. It was a good show, yeah. <clears throat> Opened up well, but it was shocking to see that The Undertaker lost. And not just that he lost, it was that the match itself really sucked. And I watched, I've watched it three times now, because yep. well, maybe the first time we, were, we weren't really into it. We were just like, yeah, you know, Taker's going to beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's right. never going to be. And then he beats him, and we're like, what? It changed that- the core temperature of not only the room we were sitting in, that was just me and you, mm-hmm. but the entire arena that was watching, yeah. faces dropped. There's the meme of that guy already with yeah. the bug eyes. Yeah. It, it just, I mean, that was the worst send-off. I think Undertaker was done. Yeah. Just done. I read a whole article about someone trying to justify the decision to end the streak in that way and not have it be like the story they were trying to tell. And they have been, I guess, since I haven't been watching, obviously, I I just watched WrestleMania. But apparently the story they were trying to tell was just of Undertaker being like overconfident and cocky and because he never loses at WrestleMania. So no one expected it. Mm -hmm. And then. He's obviously too old and worn out, and then this guy's just gonna take advantage of that thing. I don't know. It, it was it was work. a bad explanation as to why this made sense but it when it doesn't. You know, it's to a guy who doesn't even care. Yeah. He's part timer. Yeah. Is he now back? Because I know his contract know. ended the day after WrestleMania. Yes, he is. But to what extent? He's not right. gonna go full time. His health issues stop him. His oh, stomach yeah, problems. Yeah. He had part of it cut out or something. Yeah. The intestine thing. Yeah. Not only does Brock Lesnar feel undeserving of this, like he might be gone within the next year or something. We don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like somebody should have been able to build a career on it. Yeah. Or just be able to say, I'm the guy who did it. It's a 22 year build. Yeah. To you a don't match just... that wasn't main event. Right. The Divas came after it. Yeah. Which I get. You need that lull. And because it was bad. It was a bad match. It was not good. It really, Brock just didn't know what he was doing. No. It looked like it was a mistake when we watched it. it. Did. Like, we wait had, a minute. We had tuned out. Something went wrong here. Yeah. And Brock didn't know what to do. Yeah. We had completely tuned out because prior years, it was exciting because it felt like there was a chance. It felt like there was a threat. Right. This CM had no Punk was threat. a threat. Shawn Michaels was a threat. Triple H was a threat. Randy Orton. Edge. Randy Orton, yeah. These are all guys that would have benefited from the push. Or Michaels wasn't necessarily someone who would have benefited from it, but it would have been a respect ending, and that would have made sense. Yeah. But then you get someone like Lesnar, who doesn't need the push, shouldn't get the push, isn't going to take it seriously, and is not respected yeah. in that way. And didn't show the respect after the match either, like winked at him and just laughed and walked off. Yeah. There was no send off the music. No. The whole thing felt weird. It was very, very strange. And yeah, like you said, it felt like it was an accident. And there still hasn't been a send off. No. So what? He's going to come back. If he has a match next year, it just is going to feel stupid. I think that's it. But nothing. That's it. He just gets beat and he walks away. That's why it sucks. It did suck. 22 year build up and yeah. that's how they end it. Yeah. Somebody should be fired and if it's Vince who made the call then Vince should be fired. <laughs> he should he fire himself. Him. He should. He's just going to stand in the mirror and go, "You're fired." I know. Oh. <laughs> and then the ultimate warrior dies. Oh god, that uh, was crazy. We see him at WrestleMania. He comes out the next night on Raw and then that night he has a heart attack and dies. Yeah. That's insane. That's He's what? He was they like 54? Had, yeah. Heart attack, I guess. Yeah, but the amount of steroids in that man's body at some point in his life. 
It can't be that surprising. If you surprising. go back and look, his traps are up to his ears. Yeah. Like, even, you know, you thought Brock Lesnar had big traps when he came in the first time. Ultimate Warrior makes him look like nothing. Yeah. There are so that many wrestlers guy. that die early from having a large heart because yeah. of the amount of steroid use well, they use. They're abusing. I mean, they're not using just a little bit. They're using, you know, three, four, five times well, the yeah, amount they Well, yeah, because they want to be giant genetic freaks of nature. Yeah. So they're they're damaging themselves. I mean, they're using way more than even I think the bodybuilders use. Well, some of them, but yeah, they're damaging themselves pretty bad. Absolutely. But it's too bad that he died because it was cool to see him come back. Yeah, he looked bad though. We were commenting on like how his hands were shaky and stuff, and he was only fifty four, mm. and he was just destroyed. But that's what pro wrestling does to you. It makes me like I'm not. I'm obviously not happy that the Ultimate Warrior died, but it is a reminder as to why I stopped wrestling. Yeah, just knowing what I was doing to myself, especially for not even on that level either, because they're wrestling four or five times a week, every week, 50 weeks a year. Yeah, I wrestled like once a month for the last few years. They have been good about it, though, because the DVD came out a few years ago about how shitty his career was and how shitty he was as Mm -hmm. a person. And now they're pretty much acting as that as though that didn't exist. Right. It was nice and to see. Oh, they're very good at erasing things from history. They are. Chris Ben who? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you mean Daniel Bryan? Yeah, the you Daniel know? Bryan Triple H match, which yeah. was probably the best match of the night. It was. It really was. I rewatched that, too, and I'm like, that was match of the night. Yeah. I mean, the, the main event could have been, but it was just so taken down a notch by The Undertaker thing. Well, plus, Batista was in it. Yeah. That's so, it. Right <laughs> there. You've already lost. And Evolution is back? I guess so. I, I'm, I just see these mentioned all the time. I'm like, it makes, okay, it makes sense. It does. You were waiting, you know, you're just waiting for that. Yeah, but it'd be cool to see them add another fourth, a fourth guy in to be the guy who comes after Batista. Yeah, Randy Orton. Um, that's all I got. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Undertaker, fuck you. <laughs> but now, uh, people don't know that our recurring joke now is anytime anything shitty yes. happens. Uh, we just say 21 and 21 one. and one for the is, next year for the next year <laughs> at Any, least i think i tweeted that i was like to you i was yeah. like ultimate warrior died 21, 21 and one, one. <laughs> yep like anytime anything goes wrong yeah 21 and 21 one. and one uh speaking of 21 and one and yeah. shitty things <laughs> i watched the series finale of how i met your mother Oh, the series finale. Series finale, because I've been complaining. Oh, no, this is 21 and 1. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I've been complaining the yeah. entire season because of how they set it up over the course of one weekend. Yeah. And it was just over, like, Barney and Robin's wedding weekend. Uh, enough time has passed in the series finale. I'm sure you don't care. No, I'm actually never, very interested in knowing. Uh, knowing like, what happened, yeah. but you're never actually going to watch, right? Well, maybe not. Even if I know, I might watch. Okay. So I'm going to, for people that are super worried about it, fast forward like two minutes or something. I'm going to totally spoil the shit out of the end of How I Met Your Mother. Mm. Yeah, we talked about it for more than two minutes. So if you want to avoid the How I Met Your Mother spoilers, jump ahead to the 41 minute, 23 second mark to go right to the next freak out. Okay, so. Spoiler alert. (laughs) How I Met Your Mother uh, does the entire final season. As this one weekend over Barney and Robin's wedding. The entire... The entire the, last season is over the course of is, one this weekend. This is like 24. Right. Which I've already been complaining about for a while. Yeah. Because it's a stupid thing. It took away a lot of uh, newness and uniqueness to the show. And the change of scenery from week to week. And they did some flashbacks and stuff like that to try and make up for it. But it wasn't... It just wasn't good. Mm. So they build up for an entire season. The last season. The emotionally charged season. They get married... And then in the same, this is all within the same episode. They have the wedding, they get yeah. married, 
and divorced three years later. They fast forward in time, like after the wedding. So in actual watching real time. Wait, what? But this is how I met you. Wait, so who's the mom? Okay, so uh, Ted Mosby's the main character. Yeah. He's not the one getting married in this situation. Okay. Because his... Because the show is about how I met your mother. Right. Remember they met the mother? Right. Is it her? Well, okay, so... (laughs) That's what I need to know. All right, so... You can't call a show How I Met Your Mother and focus on somebody else's wedding. That's true. Uh, Well, the last season was focused on someone else's wedding. Because the story we knew is that he was going to meet her at this wedding. Oh. So they kept teasing interactions between them. Like, she met everybody else in the group in different ways. Yeah. And, like, helped him out in some way leading up to meeting him. Yeah. So they kept dancing around that. And yet, at the same time they were doing flash-forwards... Of them as a couple already, which kind of took away from the actual meeting because we're seeing how their relationship has been in the future. But they haven't actually met yet in the story, in the real-time story. Mm. So it's very weird. Uh, So Barney and Robin are the ones getting married. And uh, eventually he does meet her at the wedding and they bond and everything and all exciting. Uh, But then they slowly... Now that they've done this entire one weekend over the course of an entire year watching on TV... They start jumping through time really fast because now they're going through what these characters. Isn't what that what they after. did with like Will and Grace? I don't know. I didn't see. I saw the season series finale. Oh, of that, really? And I'm pretty sure they did the exact same thing. Oh, with that. I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't think I really did. watched. You know progressively. what? They, they did. Oh, did they did like a long season of? No, but the last episode was them ju- just right. jumping like five years, five years, which is five normally years, okay. Years. That's that can be fine. It depends, on but it's the fact it. that you just slowed down time for the past year, and now, and now we're you, jumping really quick. Yeah, it's like why didn't this happen over the course of the season? All right, so now, so now they're later. jumping ahead. So three years later, Barney and Robin, the wedding that we were building up to for an entire year, we find out within five minutes they're now divorced. So they just erase that whole point of so, doing that. So they they were like, "Yay, we're happy!" Oh, then they away. keep jumping through different points in time. Uh, and then we find out that the mother mm-hmm. got sick and died. So the time in which he's telling the story to his kids, she's been dead for years. That makes the Dexter ending so much better. And, <laughs> I'm just gonna, this sucks. And this bullshit. Now, the, the only tell cool me thing, there's outrage. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is. Oh, good. The only. Wow. Uh, that's really like sad and heartbreaking. Right. The only cool thing, it's not over yet, though. Oh. The only cool thing about the ending is that they filmed it nine years ago. Oh. Because the kids that are sitting on the couch just had, like, they would do that looks or whatever. Yeah. And they would just reuse that footage over and over. But they filmed an ending with those kids. They did. Nine years ago. That's kind of cool. And So so they knew this ending. Yes. So he gets to the end of his story, and he says, so that's how I met your mother. And the kids go... Uh, no, that's not the end of the story. They're like, this whole story that you've been telling us, mm. you keep talking about Aunt Robin, as they call her, because they're so close. So they, you keep talking about Aunt Robin, Aunt Robin this, yeah. Aunt Robin that. Don't pretend like you're not just asking us if it's okay to ask her out. They're like, mom's gone. We know she's gone. We think it's time for you to move on. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So then he goes, oh, my God, you're right. Should I ask her out? So then now present for them, he goes and finds her and gives her the blue horn from the pilot episode, Mm. which is what they kind of like bonded over when they were first dating as like a big romantic gesture. And it's implied now they're going to get together. 
It's kind of weird. It's very strange. So How I Met Your Mother was not actually a show about how he met the kid's mother. It was about how his relationship with the person he would be with after the mother was developed. It was very strange. It felt very deceptive. I mean, it was an interesting twist. I'm disappointed I didn't watch yeah. the show. The biggest problem was that they spent so much time on the last season just to kind of toss the concept of the show away and then jump forward in the future real quick and say, oh, it was really all about this. We just didn't tell you that. I don't like it. I don't like it either. That's terrible. Yeah, it's it felt sad. It felt very weird. But there is a fan edit, of course, mm-hmm. of the final episode. Uh, and they just end it when he meets the mother. Yeah. And they just cut it off right there and it feels so much better. <laughs> it's like happy ending, don't need the other stuff. We don't yeah. need to know that they got divorced. We don't need to like, know it that just she ends died. With like a little handshake. Right, right. So, Hi, I'm whatever. I'm well, Stephanie. no, they, they had like a really nice first interaction and oh. everything. And they could tell that they were kind of meant for each other and that they have they had, had all these interwoven things over time that they didn't know about. And it was just like a good storytelling ending. Mm. But they wanted more of a real life ending. Like sometimes shit happens. Sometimes people die. Sometimes you're meant to be with this other person, even though you thought you were meant to be with this one. You had a really good time with this one. But then it's time to move on because they're not around anymore. So it was a very real life ending, which you kind of appreciate. But Mm. I don't know. It just felt not as good when they did the last season the way that they did. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So I'm sure that was more than two minutes and people might be pissed off if they only fast forwarded two minutes and they didn't want to hear. But uh, it is what it is. So it's been long enough for the statute of limitations. Mm. So, yeah, Uh, one more freak out real quick. And that is also an iPhone one (laughs) while we're freaking out over iPhones. So I went to uh, Delaware this past weekend, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned on last week's episode where I recorded last week's episode. Uh, While I was there, I got a an iPhone four from my buddy because I don't pay for cell phones. (laughs) I'm not on a contract. I'm on a pay as you go. I can't afford to pay like 400 something dollars for an AT&T unlocked like iPhone or whatever. So when people have old ones that they don't want anymore, they tend to give them to me and that's Mm -hmm. how I upgrade. Sure. So he had an old AT&T iPhone four, gave it to me. Uh, I had to change. I had to go. The only thing I really had to do was go to AT&T and change the SIM card. Yeah. Because in the the 3Gs, they have the bigger one. I didn't Mm -hmm. know that the fours had a small SIM card. Oh, so it's they call it like a micro or a mini SIM card Mm because so I had to have them deactivate my other one and activate my new one. And I was good to go. The only other thing that this thing had was it had a cracked screen. That explains what that post or your thing was about. So there was a it had a cracked screen already. So I was like, well, I'll just get a fixed screen. So I'm not paying full phone price. Yeah. I will just fix it up, and this will be good to go. So I bought a kit from a company called iCracked, uh, which had their own screen replacement. Mm-hmm. It was like 50 bucks. It came with a toolkit and a YouTube video to follow step-by-step step and all this other stuff. So I did the process. I went through it. It took me two hours to do all this. Mm-hmm. But by the time did I was done. you have your headgear on and like your glasses? I know, so you were right? zoomed in like your little. <laughs> like a watchmaker. Yeah. yeah. A little welder. <laughs> yeah. So by the end of it, uh, I've spent two hours on it. I'm putting the phone back together. Like I've done everything successfully. I'm like, oh, this was awesome. Yeah. Now I know the inside of my phone really well. Yeah. It just felt cool to do it. So I'm putting everything back in. It said before you put on the back case and before you put on all these like little guards, test out the battery or plug the battery in, turn on the phone, make sure it works before we close it all up and you have to open it all up again. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. So I plugged in the battery and it wasn't sitting right. So I popped the connector out and I went to go connect it again. And I noticed that 
I'm like, where am I going to connect this? Oh, no. When I unplugged the battery, I actually ripped the connector right off the logic board. So not only did I not unplug the battery, but I ripped something right off the brain of the phone. And I was like, oh, crap. I can't fix this easy. This requires soldering yeah. to like do. And oh. I don't, my, I went to my dad's house. He didn't have the equipment cause he has soldering stuff, mm-hmm. but it's for bigger things. This requires a micro solder. Yeah. So it's a lot more well, precise. That's what you need your headgear and your glasses right. for. It is. It is. So I was like, damn it. I'm screwed now. Oh. So I ended up getting in touch with a company. I watched a video on how to do it. And yeah. that video was also from I cracked. So I contacted them. Uh, they let me know roughly about what it's going to cost again. Not too bad to mm-hmm. fix it up. And yesterday I sent my iPhone off to them. So they're just going to solder that battery connector back on. Where are you texting from? Uh, Okay. So this is the other thing. I thought I was going to be out of a phone for days. Yeah. Because I had upgraded and my old SIM doesn't work anymore. So I was like, well, what the crap am I going to do now? And obviously I've been in touch with you since that point. So I watched another video on YouTube. So this (laughs) this is also a geek out for YouTube. Yeah. You can get a micro SIM to work in a 3g sim slot hmm. all i did was and i can actually show you don't you're gonna break it <laughs> i'm not i'm not all i have to do is pop out the sim tray this is the toolkit i got from iCracked. cool all this garbage i have now so if i if i needed to fix another phone Put that in your pocket protector right <laughs> right it looks like a nerd case it, does. it really does nerd kit 101 i think it's funny they have uh one of the things that comes with is a sim card ejection tool mm. which you could basically just use a paper clip but they do give you like all these screwdrivers and stuff, which is nice because they do fit all the different kinds of screws. They have the screen cleaner. And then the SIM card ejector thing is this stupid little just oh, metal thing that yeah. you pop in there. So uh, I open up the SIM card, just push that in. It pops and out. And pops out. And look at the finagle that I got there. Oh, that's cool. All I did was put a piece of tape on the back. So you find out, you put the regular size SIM yeah. card in to see where the gold parts line up. Mm-hmm. And then you put the mini sim in that spot and just tape over the back of it and then it slides right into your cool 3g phone and i've been using that sim card in here until um, yeah i get the other one back so i no longer have to keep oh, like cool. deactivating and reactivating sim cards awesome yeah that worked out well so you this is also a geek out for <laughs> youtube but a freak out for my iphone yeah uh the other thing that sucks about upgrading to the iphone 4 that i was not prepared for when i first plugged it in and it said unable to sync or update this iPhone because you're not using iTunes 11. Oh. And I've talked in the past about how yeah. I hate iTunes 11. So now what? I had to upgrade. Mm. There's no way around it. I tried to see if there was a way I could do a dual I don't, install. What happens if I don't have a com- I don't have a computer that has iTunes and I upgrade my phone to a 5? That's a good question. I'll have to tell him like well, I don't have I have iTunes on my phone but I don't have the You account could probably up you can do the software updates on the phone itself, but to sync all my apps over and everything and get all my media and all that they other stuff. They could just stuff transfer and, my apps from one phone to another or I re-download them, right? You could. Okay. Sync contacts and things like that. Like, I just want everything synced up yeah. to my computer. So you could probably do it just fine. Oh, because uh, not everybody has iTunes that has an iPhone. It's a big part of having an iPhone, though. Oh, well, they're going to have to deal with the fact that I don't. <laughs> and they're going to have to work around me. Yeah. Business owner. I have payroll. <laughs> That's right. That's my excuse for everything. <laughs> so um, I had to upgrade, which means no more iTunes DJ, which is the biggest iTunes thing DJ. that I hate. And I hate the way the podcasts are set up when you, it's harder yeah. to uncheck ones you've listened to. And I just I hate iTunes 11. It's a bummer, but it was another necessary evil that had to be done. The things you do. 
I know, right? <laughs> Sacrifice. Oh, that's oh, first world problems. <laughs> All of them. First world problems. <laughs> They're really not issues in my life, yeah. but these are the things that we complain about. Uh, so I have, uh, well, there's a whole bunch of stuff we can do, but here's one thing we'll do. We put out last time the uh, smash up. So we have some feedback for the smash up now. Uh, and let's do that. Oh, smash! Yay. Oh, there goes my car again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last smash up that we put out to you guys was video game TV shows. Mm. I gave the examples of the Fresh Prince of Persia. Bubsy the Vampire Slayer and Eureka's Castlevania. Yeah. Have you come up with any? No, you haven't no, written any. I haven't. Things. It's, <laughs> been a rough. it's okay. Uh, I did get some response, though. Yeah. So uh, I got like responses from four different people. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking some people didn't quite get the concept of the smash up. Like, it's not a conceptual smash up, it's a wordplay. Yeah, right. So some people, uh, one person wrote in uh, like Real Housewives of the Mushroom Kingdom. Which conceptually, okay, we get the concept, Real Housewives of, instead of Beverly Hills, you're saying another place in video gaming, which is the Mushroom Kingdom. So conceptually, that's a smash up that makes sense, but it doesn't fit the wordplay, which is more important than the concept. So it needs to sound like it belongs together. So I kind of threw out the conceptual ones and I kept just the wordplay ones. Uh, Aaron Shuck sent in a whole bunch of them. So I picked some of the best because it would have taken a while to go through all of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he sent in The Walking Dead Rising. Cool. Which is obviously The Walking Dead and Dead Rising. Yeah. Russian Attack of the Show. Oh. There's an old game called Russian Attack, I think, for NES. Uh, So that works. Darkwing Duck Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That'd be fun. Yeah, right? (laughs) Good one. Uh, According to Earthworm Jim. Like it. Good. Batman Arkham Spin City. <laughs> Michael J. Fox as Batman. Yeah. I will take it. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mega Man vs. Food. Good. And Homicide Life on the Street Fighter. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. So some good answers from Aaron yeah. Chuck. Again, he did have more, but some of them, like, he had four or five different Walking Dead ones. I'm yeah. like, I'll pick the best one out of those yeah, yeah. and not go uh, redundant. And then we have another one from Chris Tong. Oh. He's back. He never left, actually. He never left. Oh, okay. He texted me. He never left. Oh, okay. He's been a silent partner. A silent partner? Well, Chris Tong is back participating. I'm glad good. to hear from him again. Uh, and he sent in Call of Duty Ghost Hunters. Oh, that's a good one. That works. Works. It works. Him and his Call of Duty. <laughs> so we love hearing the uh, the smash-ups from you guys. Always a fun game to play. Uh, those are the video game TV shows. But the next smash-up we're going to do, and I thought hard about this one, mm. uh, let's do movie bands. Movie bands. So take a movie title and a band or a singer, yeah. some sort of musician, and smash those together. For example, and of course, I always have my oh, yeah, examples. Yeah, should have examples, because I get nothing. <laughs> For example... My brain literally just goes, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> so much pressure on it the fly. Uh, Top Guns and Roses. Ah, I like it. <laughs> Sold. That's the best one. <laughs> no more. <laughs> See, you come up with this stuff, and I, my brain just freezes. Uh, Billy Joel Madison. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting, kind of an aging (laughs) Billy Joel going back to school. Uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Green Day. Oh, like it. And Apocalyptica Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. So those are some examples for you. I'll try to write even more in between now and then when we actually do those. Uh, But if you do have a smash-up idea for a movie band, again, it's more about the wordplay Mm. than the concept on these. 
Email those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or you can tweet them at at Geek Generation or you can look for one of the many times I will post this uh, reminder to write your smash ups in on Facebook. We actually got a lot in doing it that way. Cool. So I'll put up some posts that say if you have a smash up, put it on here in the comments and I'll read them off of there too. So I'm kind of going out in the different platforms and getting the feedback however people want to provide it best. Uh, we have, okay, we have some time here. Uh, there's some things we could do some news and get that out. Yeah, let's do a couple news stories. Let's okay. do that. I don't want to do them all in one episode because mm. that feels weird. I don't like doing just news episodes. Mm. So let's do some of the big news stories while they're relevant. Some of these are like a month old, oh, well. but it is what it is. Uh, so David Letterman during a taping of The Late Show, announced that he will step down as the host of the show in 2015, really? which is when his current contract expires. You really hadn't heard this yet? No. Oh. I'm telling you, I you really, really are out are, of the loop. Uh, don't, yeah. Yeah. Here's a quick clip from uh, the announcement itself on the show. Uh, earlier today, the man who owns this uh, network, Leslie Moonves, he and I have had a relationship for years and years and years. And we've had this conversation in the past, and we agreed that we would work together uh, on this circumstance and the timing of this circumstance. And I phoned him just before the program and I said, Leslie, it's been great. You've been great. The network has been great, but I'm retiring. This is really? Yep. This is true. This is, uh, you actually did this? Yes, I did. Wow. Well, <laughs> do, I have a, do I have a minute to call my accountant? Because <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> so... So it, uh, I just want to uh, reiterate my thanks and, and uh, for the support from the network, all of the people who have worked here, all of the people uh, in the theater, all the people on the staff, everybody at home, uh, thank you very much. And uh, what this means now is that uh, Paul and I can be married. <laughs> So we, you are nuts. we do. We don't have the uh, the timing of this precisely down. It will be, I'm, I think, at least a year or so. But sometime in the not too too distant future, 2015, for the love of God. Yeah. In fact, uh, Paul and I will be wrapping things up and uh, hmm. taking a hike. It's weird when he first said it. It sounded like the crowd didn't know if it was a joke or not. Because yeah. it's a comedy show, like you, yeah. it's hard to make a serious announcement on a comedy show because people are waiting for the punchline. So he said that he was going to retire, and it was just like dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> but Letterman is retiring mm. sometime next year again. No time frame has completely and been I set. I wonder who will take over. Uh, Letterman's career as a late night broadcaster has spanned more than thirty-two years and nearly six thousand episodes. He was the first host of Late Night at NBC from 1982 to 1992, and he's only been the host of The Late Show, which he, or he's been the only host of The Late Show, which he created on CBS in 1993. Mm -hmm. The two shows have been nominated for 108 Emmys, winning eight. Late Night received a Peabody in 1992, and Letterman became a Kennedy Center honoree in 2012. Now, you had said you're wondering who they're going to get to replace him. Only one week following Letterman's retirement announcement, CBS has announced that Stephen Colbert, the host, writer, and executive producer of The Colbert Report, will succeed David Letterman as the host of The Late Show with a five-year agreement. Colbert's premiere date will be announced after Letterman determines a timetable for his final broadcasts in 2015. The night following the announcement, 
Colbert addressed Letterman's retirement and his eventual succession on the Colbert Report in his character as usual. There was some big news last week that slipped through my news crack. And it concerns someone I've admired for years and yet surprisingly is not me. I'm talking about David Letterman, who last Thursday night announced his retirement. And I am going to miss this good man. Dave has been on the air my entire adult life. Late night debuted my first year in college. I learned more from watching Dave than I did from going to my classes. Especially, especially the ones I did not go to because I had stayed up until 1.30 watching Dave. This man has influenced every host who came after him and even a few who came before him. He's that good. And I gotta tell you, I do not envy whoever they try to put in that chair. He's funny. He is funny. And people have already asked, because uh, he does a character on Colbert Report. Yeah. And people are like, well, is he just going to do the character on Letterman, or is it just going to be him? And he was like, no, I will not be doing the character. So now myself and everyone else will find out who I really am. <laughs> <laughs> now we hate him. Yeah. <laughs> so congrats to Stephen Colbert. Uh, it's sad to see Letterman go, but I don't think I've watched late night television a long time anyway, for the most part. That's something you kind of do in college or when you get really old and you can afford to stay up that late. I don't know. I used to watch Conan. That's it. Or I DVR'd Conan. Yeah. And I'll watch Pete Holmes every now and then. Mm. But that's about it. With J.J. Abrams' Star Wars Episode Seven entering production, Lucasfilm has issued an official statement regarding the Star Wars Expanded Universe. For over 35 years, the Expanded Universe has enriched the Star Wars experience for fans seeking to continue the adventure beyond what is seen on the screen. When he created Star Wars, George Lucas built a universe that sparked the imagination and inspired others to create. He opened up that universe to be a creative space for other people to tell their own tales. This became the expanded universe, or the EU, of comics, novels, video games, and more. While Lucasfilm always strived to keep stories created from the EU consistent, Lucas always made it clear that he was not beholden to the EU. He set the films he created as the canon. This includes the six Star Wars films and the TV series Star Wars, The Clone Wars. These stories are the immovable objects of Star Wars history, the characters and events to which all other tales must align. So to sum up the rest of the official statement that Lucas issued on the future of the expanded universe, Lucasfilm is basically saying that while past releases outside of the above listed media are not considered canon, they still have the opportunity to be referenced by new media moving forward. Hmm. Also, from this point moving forward, all future media tie-ins will be canonical in the Star Wars universe. So, basically what that means, uh, <laughs> to sum up for some people who just don't understand the concept of canon, hmm. is that whenever, like, let's say you uh, are reading a comic book about, like, the Avengers or whatever. Yeah. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is not canon necessarily it's its own separate thing they have different interpretations of yeah. characters and things like that so in the star wars universe what is considered canon or t is the real story is only the six movies that have come out mm -hmm. and star wars the clone wars the tv series okay those are all canon we've seen video games we've seen novels mm -hmm. we've seen comic books all in the star wars expanded universe right now those are not considered canon okay those are and if it's not canon it's almost considered fan fiction in a way, oh. even though they were officially put out by so Lucasfilm. So they're considering the next three films? So everything moving forward from this point in 
will be canon because their oh. their new focus is to create a more consistent, concise gotcha. universe. Oh, okay. So in the prior thing, there was too much license for people to interpret things how they wanted, and they just couldn't keep track of it all because there was so much. True. But now any video game moving forward, uh, the new comic book series that's going to be starting for Marvel um, because Marvel owns Lucasfilm yeah. now. So the the comic series moving forward, any video games, any TV series, Star Wars Rebels will be the first canonical mm-hmm. TV series that comes out since the uh, acquisition. And everything moving forward will now be considered canon. They said they will pull from the extended or the expanded universe that has existed. Mm-hmm. They'll use it as influence, but they won't say that it's all 100% accurate. They might reinterpret some of those ideas Got and it. characters moving forward. Interesting. Yeah. Always a little weird, but always a little cool. Uh, here's some Ninja Turtles news for you. Yay. Paramount Pictures has announced the addition of two voice talents to the cast of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So even though the actors were the ones that they were doing the motion yeah. capture and stuff, those are not necessarily going to be the voices. This is a common thing yeah. in these kind of movies, so it shouldn't be too shocking. Um, Johnny Knoxville will provide the voice of Leonardo. Interesting. That's a weird one, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not something you put together necessarily. No. Uh, but and if it works, it works. That's right. I mean, and, Corey uh, Feldman was Donatello. I know, right? So, I mean. And apparently it worked just fine. It, so It did. Yeah. Uh, and Tony Shalhoub. Really? Will play Master Splinter. Oh, cool. So he's going to be right. the voice of Splinter. Cool. Interesting again. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I like Tony Shalhoub a lot. Really good actor. Mm. I haven't seen like a ton of voice work that I'm aware of from him, but who knows? Yeah, you know, you never know necessarily what guys are doing the voices for what things. Yeah, yeah. and Ray Fisher has joined the cast of Zack Snyder's Batman vs Superman in the role of Victor Stone, aka Cyborg. The role is reportedly not a significant one, but one that paves the way for future big screen appearances by the Justice League. Oh, cool. So uh, more characters they're throwing in. I don't know if this means cameo, if it means he's just going to show up real quick, if it's going to be an after credits thing. Again, not specified. They said it's not a significant role, but they just keep dumping people into this movie, which scares me. The more yeah. people they do. Batman versus Superman and the DC. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I... Everybody in one. It is frightening. It's like they're desperate. Yeah. They are. They're str- They're seeing everything Marvel's doing, and they're going, uh-oh, we got to make something work here. And it's not necessarily going to, but uh, there's another issue. Oh. <laughs> Marvel has confirmed that Captain America 3 will officially debut in theaters on May 6th, oh. 2016, where it will face off against Warner Brothers' Batman vs. Superman movie, creating a clash of blockbuster superhero movies that's never been seen before. It's funny that... <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. I laugh that Marvel sits back and goes, "Wait, wait. We don't even have to throw the Avengers at him. We're gonna throw Captain America at him. Yeah, one guy. Yep. Versus Batman and Superman. Well, they're gonna have more. Well, you people know. in it, of course. I'm sure. But, but their cinematic universe is so popular and so yeah. successful. They can just be like, ah, "We're gonna do whatever we want." You. I, guys. I don't want to see either one do bad. No, I, don't I want don't. I want Batman versus Superman to be awesome. Yeah, I want them both to be great. <laughs> that's funny 
<laughs> it's it's very cocky, but it is. And it, it is. It's. <laughs> I think Marvel's just swinging that dick around. <laughs> that star spangled dick. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> and uh, it really is just like a stalemate right now. Like each company is waiting for the other to give and go. Okay, we're gonna bump off a week or this yeah. way or that way, and it's not happening. It's like this is gonna be a really bad game of chicken. Yeah, <laughs> nobody yeah. moves, and boom. <laughs> So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Again, there's plenty of time for adjustments to be made. We're two years out from that date happening. So lots of things could change in that time. With all the stuff they're doing with Batman versus Superman, that was pushed back already. If Captain America wins, you can already see. It's going to be a shot of him walking, holding the mask, and holding the cape. Yeah. Like, and be like, <laughs> destroyed them both. Yeah, right? Oh, the memes will be incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to cut it off right there because we've got a lot covered for this week. We have a lot more to go over next week, too. So we're saving some of that stuff for you. But uh, final thought or something you'd like to plug? No. No. Okay. Head on over, please, to thegeekgeneration.com. If you head over to the show notes for this episode, you can see all the images that we were talking about and referencing during the show. Uh, if you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We appreciate those so much. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at geekgeneration on Twitter and Pinterest. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Angel. Send your emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com, including the answer to this week's poll question, being which uh, Marvel character you would like to see brought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And also, if you have a smash up for us, those are the movie bands this time around. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So wrapping up this week, more good stuff coming up next time. We will mm-hmm. see you then. Later. Make it so.